afternoon to all of our wonderful listeners out there. We are the Out of Bounds crew. We bring you the best of sports every week, all of it. And we got Bryce in the building. How you doing, man? What is good with y'all? Mm-hmm. As always, we got David <clears throat> in the back. Yo, yo, yo. And also, we got Devin bringing us the FGCU Weekly Report at the end. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. What's up, everybody? Uh, this past Saturday, FGCU men's basketball lost, unfortunately, 60-69 to to UNF. But on the bright side, women's basketball won seventy six to sixty five. Right? Going straight into it, yeah, I like it, I like Devin. It. That was yeah, yeah. yeah, that was good, man. Thanks, so we may have to move it up to the top. Women's basketball about to do some damage in the tournament. Definitely. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on the bright side, we got the women's. Like, I'm finna to go to a few games with theirs coming I up. I've been around. They be blowing everyone out though. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've been. Right there, I've been to a men's game first. They were up like thirty eight yeah. to seventy five at one point. It was it was bad. That's crazy. Yeah, they beat up on people. But this is your boy T-Dubs, and we're going to jump right into it. The XFL take two. Let's see how it goes this time. A fun weekend in the XFL. You know, Tampa sucks in there, too. Tampa you know? sucks again. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe that they suck again. Yeah. Like, the coach already on the suck. hot seat is not it's looking good. Agreed. But, I mean, they looking – the league is looking better set up than the AAF, according to players and outside sources. I mean, what do, what do you guys think about it, the XFL? Um, I actually watched the first game – not the first game, but my first game was on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty cool, actually. Um, I saw a tweet. It was like someone's like, uh, it's like watching two teams play Madden, or like watching two people play Madden. I agree, hundred percent. Like it's not, um, it's like your, it's like backyard football kind of. Like everyone's hitting each other. Everyone's kind of sucks, but they still playing football. So I'll still watch. Um, you heard it here first. I'm a New York Guardians fan. Offer it, just because they blew out the Tampa Bay with Vipers. Vipers. And they do have a large fan base, you know, so, like, like when they scored, people was going crazy in the stands. Like, they got good venues, MetLife Stadium. I know um, the Texas team plays in the, the, Globe. Uh, the Globe Life Park, the Arlington yeah. Stadium, which is pretty cool. And D.C. Defenders, they play in all these stadiums. They it looked like a pretty good crowd yeah, there. Yeah, and they always got a good crowd going. The, f- the whole lower bowl is always kind of um, filled up and stuff. Uh, a few of the rule changes I like um, – the kickoff was very fun to watch. Um, it gives them a, a good chance to return the kick. Um, they say they were trying to avoid those collisions and stuff, which I see. I like it. Um, the kickers are awful. <laughs> they are so, but they're so funny. I can't believe they like interview them after they miss a kick. Like I'll be pretty pissed off. That's hilarious. I absolutely love that's the fact that, that they're literally putting these people on the spot because that's when you know you're going to get the rawest emotions. However, I'm literally not going to give the XFL a chance until probably a few weeks from now. I was heavily invested in the AAF, and they folded after I think it was week seven. I was so disappointed. I went to a New Orleans, or no, not New Orleans, an Orlando Apollos game. I stood there. I I watched. I cheered. I bought bought merch. I was super excited. I was all in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they they didn't have the funding. Uh, I think that XFL has a lot more support, especially from big networks like ESPN, ABC. But you look at their TV ratings, they had, I think it was 3.3 million, and the AAF opened up at 2.9. So regardless of you know how the actual product itself is, in terms of marketing, they had a lot more support and able to draw in another 400,000 people viewership-wise. I don't know if that's going to give long-stay long and sustainability towards them. I don't know what the ownership group looks like. I just know that from prior experience that XFL failed once, the AAF failed once, other football leagues have failed and, you know, I'm just going to keep following the trends. And I'm, I just don't think they're going to pan out. 
I don't see this getting any better for them. I see this. They got a, a lot. They got a lot of attention. Yeah, I, I kind of think Oliver like, Luck at the helm. I mean, he's looking like he's running this team, this league legitly. He has it set up better than the AAF because I mean, they the AAF to be honest felt a little rushed. It felt like they were just ready to get in the season, make money. Oh, this is the new. They didn't secondary. have any names. Yeah, either. they yeah. didn't have any names. faces. Like, man. look at this. We got Cardell Jones, Josh Johnson, Aaron Murray. That punter um, yeah. from the Raiders, Marquette King. King, King. Yeah, he and he, he had a perfect. Yeah, he it, it if that defender him. didn't come up and just yeah. slap it into the end zone, but yeah, yeah. but 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 who? All right, let's be real about it. Who goes to football games for one player? You don't go for any singular player. You go for the shield, for the logo, for the team, and they don't have any sort of pre-existing uh, loyalty to these programs. So if you're going there to go watch a game, cool, yeah, sure, it'll be fun. But you have no reason to stay loyal to these teams. Like Bryce, you say you're a Guardians fan, but you're New York everything. This is true. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Right. I, I, that was actually the first game I watched. Like, yeah. Of the of the XFL. Um, I think people will catch on, just because of the amount of attention it's getting, the TV contract they have with what is it, Fox and ABC. Fox, yeah. ABC, ESPN, and ESPN too. too. And ESPN. They have a contract with ESPN, so they're always on the highlights. Um, coming soon. Well, actually, now we're in like. And the coverage wasn't bad either. They had the great coverage commentators. Coverage is not bad either. They have good commentators. Yeah. Greg Olson is good. Yeah. Wait, but Greg Olson's on that? Yeah. Yeah, he was commentating. Yeah, yeah. Dang, already. Well, see, he's interested now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got your attention now. Hey, catch y'all yeah. XFL I mean, football game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I'm going to give it a few weeks. They be hitting too. They hit. That's yeah. what I like too. It was I, different. That first game with the DC defenders when the, uh, I don't know the running back's name for a DC defender. Oh, Big, but he, bu- Big Buddy, right? Yeah, yeah. He came Brandon in. Jacobs of the XFL. Yeah, he yeah. came in. He came in and he tried to go up the right. And then immediately, like, two defenders came up. Hit. I, I don't remember the last time I seen like, a hit like that. Yeah. Helmet to helmet like that. Nobody called it. it oh, was, yeah. They don't call no yeah. sissy yeah. stuff. But uh, I definitely think it's going to be interesting with the whole interviewing afterwards. They interview coaches, too, like after field goals and after two-point yeah. conversion type plays, which is, like you said, raw emotion. That's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. it's also cool to hear some of the plays like over the mic and stuff like that. You get yeah. to hear different different like because i remember one time they called j-lo j-lo and i was like oh what's j-lo like i want to see what that is <laughs> and then buddy was doing the replay booth with the xbox controller yeah that was yeah. funny that was, that was, was like, funny what? they were talking yeah. about implementing yeah. that, like, it was like they're a replay the official upstairs and they had a monitor set and he, like, up and then he had an Madden, xbox yeah. controller he's yeah. like oh yeah let me um step back and then he told him a straight up call it, it gave me a good insight to see how referees look over challenges and stuff yeah. so that was they said they so, could implement that so let me ask let me ask you guys this though were you entertained all two and a half hours of the broadcast no Nah, nah, really. At times, thing. I was like, they suck. I mean, but that comes yeah. up with football, like in general, in any sport. Sometimes you get bored of it. You know, sometimes it's exciting. I don't know? think it'll ever surpass the NFL. Like, Definitely no, not. Yeah. No, no, it won't. It'll be a good secondary It's one. a good placeholder, though. Yeah. I yeah. Think. But it goes back to what you said about how they don't really have an established anything, right? Like, for the Ravens, I know if I go to see a Ravens game, I expect Lamar Jackson to do something cool at some point in the game, whether it's the first quarter or the fourth. But, like, for this, they don't have established people to do, like, any crazy type of thing, yeah? Mm, there's no one you could like. Yeah, mostly practice squad players, players yeah. journeymen. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they could make a name for themselves in this league once they get used to each other. Once the chemistry gets going, hopefully the league lasts. You know, past half a season. Yeah. You know, we get a real taste. <laughs> hopefully, of it. yeah. But that was a great take. We're going to move on to the NBA All Star Game coming up this weekend. We got Team Giannis versus LeBron. Who you guys got? Um, I'm going to go with Team LeBron. Yeah, I, I really Cause, like this I mean, they have LeBron and Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, a if LeBron doesn't win, I'm subtracting goat points Ooh. from an All Star. I don't know about really? that one. Too. But you seen his team? 
Yeah, but if his but team does it, that's crazy. Yes, that's from an all star. Who's going to say that Kawhi doesn't go on low management? Then? LeBron <laughs> James has Anthony Davis, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, <laughs> off the bench, it, Chris uh, Paul, did Damian Giannis Lillard, last year too? Jokic, yeah. Ben Simmons, yeah. Jason Tatum, Russell Westbrook. I, I will say the Giannis and Embiid on the same team—that's a problem. I'll tell you what, Giannis did a little something, something. He's trying to set himself up for the MVP of the All Star game. That's what he wants. That's why he didn't pick no Rams. See, I was questioning his. That's pick, why he, he didn't take Kawhi. That's why he didn't like, pick no uh, superstar. That's like, he didn't pick like Harden. He didn't pick like Jason Tatum. Any of those people. He picked people that can actually play around him. He picked Pascal, <laughs> good good player. Joel be a good player. Take some pressure off him. You heard it with, uh he took Walker, Kimba Walker over uh, I think Harden. Yeah, he was like he hogs yeah, the ball. He said I want somebody to pass the ball. He was like I'll take cardiac Kimba. Kemba Walker. <laughs> it's uh, like, oh, God, this man. I mean, here, here's he took a, here's a bunch a of good role players on an all-star team. Yeah. You, you got to look at it from chemistry standpoint. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron has a lot of single superstars, players in and of themselves that are very talented and are able to score points, but are they going to be able to mesh well together? Granted, again, it's the all-star game. Not a lot of defense being played. All that said... Who do you? Who, what team do you think is going to be able to to have better chemistry? The team with probably the MVP of the league, Giannis. Um, I don't care what anyone says. It's never going to be Damian Lillard. That's what I'm. Yeah, he's yeah, not going to get there. It's it's taking him his team sucks. Sure. That's why yeah. his team sucks. He's doing great things. His team sucks. Yeah. But more importantly, like he he set him like you said, he set himself up to be the main guy in that team. But he's got a lot of talented players around him, and plus they're going to bring a lot of mentality, like you said. He's got uh, who? Who was it? Uh, not Jason Tatum, but he's got Joel Embiid. Who's, no, uh, who's that other Siakam. big? He's got Siakam. Siakam, Siakam exactly. These these guys, uh, they're not you know they're not James Harden. They're not going to step back and shoot the threes a lot, but they're going to be able to stand in the post and just say, "Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on?" If you were picking an MVP on LeBron's team, who would you pick? Ooh, I'd, I want to say Luca. If you pick it's a, not gonna be Luka. a different MVP no, besides I think I think he could do it. It could be honestly. anybody. It could be anybody. Yeah. That's or why Trae they should Because it could be any of those players. I feel like step I want to say Luca or Trey Young. I think they're each gonna get a yeah. slice of the pie. When I'm looking at Team John Giannis, I think it's all Giannis. The only other player that could win MVP on this team is Jimmy. Mm-mm. No, no, Jimmy. Not a chance. Nah, Jimmy, Jimmy ain't gonna get the ball enough. Not a chance. It's probably not gonna ball. He doesn't need both. Pascal or Kemba, perhaps, maybe. Not, not even Pascal. If anything, not Kemba. Either. Kemba, maybe. Trey Young, maybe. Trey Young. I'll give it Trey Young. If anyone you else. You got Trey Young? They do got Trey Young. He'll, he'll just be pulling from half court, and that might get get the job done. But I don't know. They got Bam out of bio. Brandon Ingram, I like to see a good game out of him. Um, I like the format this year. It's a tribute to Kobe. Uh, the East is wearing two. The West is wearing 24. Uh, so what they did was they have a regular game through three quarters, and then the last game they play up to 24, I believe, from where they was at in the three quarters. So we'll see how that works out. I don't know. They, I still think they need to put some more incentive in the All-Star game. I think they should take a page from the MLB. I love their All Star game. Isn't it? Isn't it that in MLB the team that Whoever wins, wins gets home? They get home advantage, advantage in the finals, which is great. or in the World Series. Because especially since um, theirs isn't um, their playoffs aren't formatted nearly as exactly. Like, I love MLB playoffs. Yeah. That first that first it's round, great. it's wild card round. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's best of three. That's insane. Yeah. 
MLB has a good system going. What does it go from one three one, then seven? No, one three five then seven. Okay. One three five seven. Yeah. Yeah. NBA, you gotta watch seven games and stuff. Hello. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, I'm still on. Anyways, yeah. uh, the other thing is, I know it, it got rejected, but the commissioner definitely sent out that letter saying, "Hey, let's think about doing that midseason tournament." How oh, I love that. That's, yeah. that's I, actually a good idea. I like that's it. a great idea. I think. It doesn't need. It doesn't have to be monetary value because I think they were saying that oh, uh, the winner of the team, each player gets a million dollars. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to a lot of people, but to NBA players, that's a th- penny. That's a penny. It's a dime. That's not a penny. A million dollars to most NBA players. To most NBA players, that ain't no penny. I'm not saying it's a penny. I think. Look at Hardest contract and tell they, me that's a penny get, or not. The, f- the amount they get fined is a penny. A million dollars. A million dollars. You could go to the. Oh, no, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, all right, all right. Let's not. All right, look. You can go well, anyway. You go a lot of places. To, to anybody else, a million dollars is a lot of money, and I'm okay. not trying to underplay that. But what I'm saying is, it doesn't. I don't think the prize of winning a midseason tournament should be monetary. I think mm. it should be something that is prestigious. Give them a nice trophy, a nice ring to have on their on their hand. That's tangible evidence of how great they are. Or a playoff seating. You know, I think, playoff, yeah. I think what they wanted they, to do was, was get the, rid of East and West, and then I, just see have that, it by see that, that that's, does, that's never that sounds confusing. Like you mm-hmm. know, it'd be very confusing. Yeah, and they wanted they wanted to reseed. That's a tournament at that point. After, yeah, it's just a tournament. I think they wanted to reseed once you got to the conference championships. Instead of doing conference championships, you yeah, reseed them yeah. one through four, and then the one plays the four, and the two and three play each other. Very yeah. complicated. That I would think, be too complicated for the average viewer. I don't think that would work out. I think the midseason tournament was supposed to be. That'd be enough for me. The midseason tournament was supposed to be for like non-contenders. Like if you're um sitting eighth through what fifteenth in your conference, that's what the midseason tournament. So like playoff contenders don't play. I don't think. So I I think they would. So because you have like lesser skilled players on those teams, I think they would take the million dollars. Do you think they could? format it like how college does with their midseason tournaments. Like, you say the SEC versus Big 12 challenge, they have that for one weekend. Like, say, like, a certain division in the East versus a certain division in the West. Yeah. They go head-to-head and then vice versa, you know. That'd be fun, because yeah. you got four teams in a division. Yeah, they yeah. could just format it like that. That'd be fun. Five, five in a division, I think. Five in a yeah. division? Yeah. That'd be fun. I just think you're going you're gonna to extend the season no, long. the idea is you take away the All-Star game and instead have oh, this tournament. Like, yeah. Okay. So, also, another thing I was thinking about is why not have it – like, I, you know, my big thing is how do you incentivize these players to play hard during this tournament and for it to matter? Give them a reason to care. Maybe maybe it's at the end of the season or the next postseason, that team gets an extra draft pick. Or something like that. Or something oh. like that where, where the team – wants to win for for not just uh the the right that they say they won the tournament but for some sort of advantage or prize that they get like i said give them a tangible ring something that's uh that's on their record it's an accolade yeah um playoff seating that could just get messy because it, it'll it'll take away yeah. from the impact of the regular and it's season like, why am i gonna play the regular season yeah and that'll just lead to more load management so we hate we hate load management around here yeah. guys and we got our Beat the Buzzer session coming up, and we're going to hand it off to Bryce for you go off first, and you're going to say your winners and losers. So my biggest winner this weekend, uh, the Miami Heat had a little game yesterday. They debuted Iguodala and Jay Crowder, uh, who both had a go solid heat. performance. Although they lost, they looked really good defensively for a first game, and Jay Crowder was hitting a lot of threes. Andre Iguodala was putting, putting his footprint on the defensive side as well as catching a few assists as well. So go 
Heat. Good job for them, you know. Uh, that's my winner for the weekend. My loser is going to be Marquette King. The XFL had a perfect punt. It dropped around the 10-yard line. Man, hit another hit bounce. One. Hit the two. Scrabbled along the little goal line. Went to the right. And his teammate pushed it into the end zone because he thought the other dude touched it. Hate to see it. Selfishness at his finest. <laughs> Let your punters win, guys. Let your punters win. That's all I got to say. Shout out Marquette King. He's a good NFL punter. Yeah, my winner of the week is actually going to be Patrick Mahomes. Not only is he a Super Bowl champion, but over the weekend, reportedly, Dak Prescott declined a $33 million per year deal, meaning that he's looking for more money, I would say probably in the 35 range, meaning when you know it comes time for Mahomes to re-up, he's definitely looking at at least 40 a year. So good for him. My man's literally going to be rolling around in cash. Scrooge McDuck style jumping into it. Now, in terms of my losers, MLB in general, this Astros debacle has literally reverberated throughout the entire MLB offseason, and it's just getting worse. The MLB is about to start spring training this week, and literally no one cares about anything going on the Mookie Betts trade. All anyone can talk about is how this Astros uh, phenomenon is just the worst thing that's ever happened in this sport, whether it is or isn't, and that's all anyone cares to be talking about. And it's it's just a bad look for MLB. My winner for the week is, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the XFL. They're great showing, you know. It's a great showing. It's better than – it looks better than the AAF at this point. I mean, sure, it's early, but, I mean, they seem to have a good future. They seem to be a very structured franchise – not franchise, but, you know, sports league. But – I'm going to have to move on to my losers going on to the MLB with the Mookie Betts trade. The de- whole debacle right there, putting ho- families in limbo. Like Justin Turner said, these reporters have to wait until the deal is finalized. Due to a failed physical from a Twins pitcher, that's why the Red Sox pulled back. And there was this whole weekly, well, for the whole week, there was this whole limbo of will this trade get done? There was a point where some, everybody was just like, oh, this trade isn't going to go through. But the cat's out of the bag. You said you wanted to trade your franchise player, so how is he supposed to come back? At that point, they just, at the time of this recording, they just finished the uh, trade, restructured it. The Dodgers uh, received David Price and Mookie Betts, but Jock Peterson does not go to the Angels. They just restructured it to, you know, keep those two key pieces in there for the Dodgers p- part of the return. But, I mean, this is a bad showing for the MLB and the reporters, the media alongside of it because first, I mean, being first isn't always the best thing, you know. And this is all we're going to have for this week. We're out of bounds and out of time. Thank you, David. Thank you, Bryce. You guys have anything you want to say to the folks? Big trust, woo-woo. <laughs> <coughs> uh, no, I'm good. Have a good have a- <laughs> <laughs> Have a good week. Right. This go, is your boy T Dubs. Go Fins, baby. Yeah, go Fins. Go boys. Heat. Go Heat. Go Miami, baby. <laughs> yeah. And this is your boy T Dubs, and we're going to be out of bounds, out of time. <laughs>